0: On episode 611 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we discuss gym etiquette so you can feel more comfortable in the gym. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 661. Have you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness? The 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is here for you. Each week we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40. I'm Coach Allen. I'm an NASM certified personal trainer with specializations in corrective exercise, behavior change, performance enhancement, and fitness nutrition, a precision nutrition level one coach, a FAI certified functional aging specialist, and an OTA level two online trainer. Each week, I'm joined by our co-host, Coach Rachel. She is an NASM certified personal trainer and a RRCA level one run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey. All right, let's go. Hello, today I'm going to share 11 must know gym etiquette tips. I want to start this though. I want to congratulate you. If you are someone that's just new to the gym, you're just trying to go to the gym and you want to go back to that free weight section. Uh, I just want to say congratulations. Uh, That's a big step. I know for a lot of people to go somewhere where you're uncomfortable, to get outside of your comfort zone. But I can tell you that's where all the growth is going to happen. So congratulations for joining the gym. Congratulations for deciding that you want to go back and start working in the free weight section. Um, and the machines. You're going to get away from just doing a treadmill, uh, and you're actually going to do some things that are really going to help improve your yourself, your your body, your life, all of it. So congratulations. I'm glad you're there. We're all glad you're there. Um, so I want to share 11 gym etiquette tips that you should know uh, when you decide, okay, you're going to go work out in the gym. Now, these are general tips. Uh, they apply to almost every place you're going to go. Uh, you may see some of these that are not as uh, well followed, but I can just tell you, if you avoid doing these things or you follow these tips, uh, you're going to be uh, way ahead of the game, uh, and people are going to respect and, and like that you're at the gym a lot more. Okay, so the first one, and this is one that a lot of people don't know about, is about mirror and line of sight. So if someone is sitting on a bench or on a uh, basically set on a bench, like maybe at a um, an incline and they're doing some work, uh, and you see them looking at the mirror uh, between them and the the exercise they're doing, they're looking at it while they're exercising. Uh, Don't cut in front of them. Don't walk between them and the mirror until they finish their set. And sometimes you need to go in front of them to get the dumbbells that you need. Just be patient, wait a couple seconds, let them finish their set, uh, and then you can excuse yourself and step in front. But let them finish their set. They're using the mirror uh, as a guide for their form. Uh, they're trying to concentrate on their lift and for you to step in front of their line of sight to the mirror uh, can can be a little distracting for some people. And so uh, just if you see someone working out and looking into the mirror while they do it, uh, just be patient, wait, don't cut in front of them, walk around behind them if you can. Okay, the second one is small talk, advice and spotting. So when you go into the gym, uh, and you keep going consistently and you go at the same time, you're probably going to start running into the same people. Uh, it's just kind of a way gym works. And most of us are going in at five o'clock or the five o'clockers. Uh, and we're going to see the same people. You're going to see the same people in the gym most of the time you're there. So it's it's quite common that you're going to strike up a conversation with someone uh, someone might see you doing something and offer a little bit of advice. They may ask you for a spot. By all means, make the social, but don't make that the sole purpose of the trip. There are there are people that love to go to uh, gyms and use them as pickup places and, and do all that kind of stuff. Uh, don't. Just, you know, go in there, be respectful of other people, and they're trying to get their workout done. Uh, you're trying to get your workout done. If someone does offer you advice, um, just take it for what it's worth. Uh, If someone asks you for a spot or you need a spot, by all means, that's uh, part of the reason we're all in there is to help each other. So uh, as you get in there, just understand the culture of the gym and realize that some places are going to be a little bit more social than others. Some are going to have a lot more uh, heavy lifters than others. And so as you get in there, uh, just get comfortable with that situation um, and just be astute to what the kind of the environment is um, and kind of stick to that. Uh, the next one, number nine, number um, three, is to just show up. If if you have a workout partner and you started with someone uh, and you said you're going to be there, show up. Uh, they they are there. They're going to need spots from you. Uh, you're motivating them by being there. And so, please, if you if you have a workout partner, you agree to have a workout partner, uh, show up. Now, the fourth one relates a little bit to the second one, and this is staring. Uh, It seems to kind of be a a kind of a thing now uh, for women in uh, the gym to photograph themselves or videotape themselves and notice that people are staring at them. Now, many times they are dressed in a way that's um, not wholly appropriate for what they're doing. But, you know, just just avoid them. Just don't even look at them. Just go on about your day. Uh, they will embarrass you. They will take video of you. If they notice you're staring at them, they will put you in a video and they will share that uh, with the gym management and potentially online. So uh, if you notice that someone is in there kind of doing their thing and they uh, they look like they want attention, uh, they, they don't. Uh, they just are doing that to get, some attention, but it's not the way you think it's going to be. Uh, if they catch you staring, they will videotape you uh, and they will um, call you out on it. Okay. The next one, number five, is about banging and dropping weights. Now, occasionally, yes, you're going to drop a weight. That's that's going to happen. Notice you're going to set a weight down a little harder than you intended. Uh, that's going to happen. Um, the weights are fairly much resilient. But there are certain types of weights, the bumper plates, particularly, that are made to be more dropped and, and manhandled. You might see that in a CrossFit style gym. In a standard lifting gym, it is not good form to drop your weights. So try to manage your weights. Uh, many times, even though there's a rubber uh, coating on the floor, uh, you can bust the, the weight, you can bust the concrete underneath uh, if you drop too much weight and you drop it particularly the wrong way. Plus it's the opportunity of hurting someone else if you're just slinging and dropping weights around. So unless you're in an environment like a CrossFit gym where dropping weights and banging and doing all that stuff is appropriate, uh, then, then don't. Um, and most gyms that you're gonna go into, most commercial gyms are not gonna want you dropping their weights. Uh, the next one is a similar one. It's it's grunting. And uh, there are certain gyms out there that, that basically will kick you out if they catch you grunting. They don't want you grunting. Uh, there are other gyms that are more of the weightlifting, and you're going to hear some of that. You're going to hear people yelling. You're going to hear people grunting. Um, so it's kind of like I said, when you get in there, start paying attention to what the norm is. Um, but generally, you, there's no reason for you to be grunting. If you're lifting within your means, and you're doing it with good form, you've got control of the weight, so you're not banging them around and dropping them, uh, and there's very little reason for you to grunt um, as you're doing the lift. You're pushing yourself, but you're not pushing yourself to a point where you need to be grunting and yelling. Um, The next one is a general rule. When you're using a piece of equipment, is to use one at a time. So if you need dumbbells, a set of dumbbells, and maybe you do want the second set of dumbbells you to try to do a superset. Uh Generally, it's, it's good practice to just grab the one that you need. Uh, you'll see video or pictures online where someone has grabbed like a dozen different dumbbell sets and it's all sitting at the floor by their feet. Um, that's not necessary. Um, grab what you need. If you want to do some supersetting, that's awesome, but go to the gym at a time when you're not going to be interfering with other people getting their workout done. Um, So again, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, uh, you might be the only one back there in the free weight section. If you want to grab a couple different dumbbells so you can do a drop set or you can do a superset or some sort of work like that, that's fine. If you're going to be on multiple pieces of equipment, one right after the other, that's fine as well. But just recognize that if you go into the gym when there's other people there, it's bad it's, it's it's bad form for you to put your towel on a piece of equipment while you're using another piece of equipment so you can complete your superset timely. Uh, just one piece of equipment at a time so the others have an opportunity to use that equipment that you're not using. Um, this leans into the next one, which is let other people work in. So you may sit down on a piece of equipment, uh, a machine or, or bench or something like that, and you're working and someone comes in, it's usually machines, but someone comes in and says, can I work in with you? How many sets do you have left? If you only have one or two sets left, then usually you can just tell them, I've only got one set left. Let me get my set done and I'll, I'll be out of your way. Uh, but if you have a few sets left, two or three sets left, it's probably worth telling them, letting them work in. Uh, for the most part, their their work session is going to be over in literally in seconds. So your rest period between lifts, Uh, of being, you know, more than that, uh, would give them plenty of time to get in, adjust the weight to what they want, and then you can let them work in. Now, most people, and again, this would be good form, if you do go and ask someone if you can work in, always try to put the weight back at what it was. So if you, if you change the weight on the machine, ask them, would you like me to set it back to what it was? And then, and then do it if they do. Uh, that's again, that's just good form. It shows that you're a, a good gym goer and you're there to work and get your stuff done. But at the same time, you're respecting that, you know, they want to get their work done in time too. Okay. The next one is re-rack and return your equipment. I, I don't know how many times I go into a gym, um, particularly early in the morning and I'll find dumbbells laying everywhere. Um, I'm looking for a particular set. They're not on the rack. Uh, the racks are not in order. Uh, it's hard to find equipment. And if you're running around the the gym looking for equipment, because someone left a set of dumbbells on a bench on the other side of the gym, um, that's just uncool. So when you finish with your workout, return all the equipment back where you got it from re-rack it, put all the dumbbells where they came from, put all the plates back where you got them, um, You know, if it's a machine, obviously you don't have to uh, do much after that because someone else can just pull the pin and set it for what they want. But, you know, uh, then in gyms where you go in, then basically the the whole, the leg press has all these plates on it and weaker people are not going to be able to do that. Um, So they have to then take the time to pull all those weights off because that's not the weight they want to train with. Uh, It's just, again, not cool. So re-rack and return your equipment. Uh, the next one, and this is a big one, so <laughs> these are getting bigger and bigger as we go, but wipe the sweat off the machines. Anything you use, a bench, a machine, anything like that, clean it up after you're done. Nobody wants to get on a sweaty piece of equipment. Almost every gym has a spray bottle and paper towels or something like that. Uh, bring a t- if you're a sweater, uh, I'm a sweater. Uh, I sweat a lot when I work out. Uh, so I always bring a towel, you know, uh, bring a workout towel, but then again, just get the spray, spray it down real quick, wipe it down. It takes a couple of seconds and then you're off the machine and it's clean and ready for the person that comes in after you. And one of the main reasons we do that, and this is the final one I'm going to talk about number 11 is don't go to the gym when you're sick. Um, nobody wants to get your cold. And while, you know, if someone asks me, should I work out when I'm sick? The The general answer that we give is. If it's above your neck, you're fine to train if you feel like you're okay. If it's below your neck, don't train. Or you have a fever, don't train. Uh, So if you have a head cold, um, for the most part, you should be fine to do some exercise. Um, If it's in your chest, don't. But all that said, even if it's okay for you to exercise, don't go to the gym and do it. Everybody else sir, wants to get healthy and fit, and they really don't want to catch your cold. And with the things that are going on right now in the world with COVID and everything else, we really don't need to be spreading this stuff around. So if you're just not feeling 100%, work out at home, do a body weight workout, do some cardio or something different where you're not exposing other people, just don't go to the gym. So if you follow these basic 11 rules, when you go to a gym, you're going to be seen as a good gym goer. Uh, people are gonna be glad you're there. You're not going to upset anybody. Um, And so I'm going to go through them real quick, just as a summary. So number one, if you notice someone is using the mirror and standing there looking at themselves in the mirror, don't walk in between them and the mirror. Don't block their line of sight. Uh, Wait for them to finish. And then if you need something, you can cross over and grab it. The next one is small talk and advice and spotting is all a little bit different to every uh, place you go. It's always good to make friends at a gym. I mean, as a part of your social circle, it can be part of your motivation, but um, just play within the rules of how that gym is structured socially. And that just takes some awareness. Uh, If someone asks you for a spot and you can uh, go ahead and give it to them, please. Um, That's part of being a good gym goer. The next one is to show up. If you have a workout partner, if you have somebody you're showing up for, a trainer, uh, show up, Uh, you know, don't call out every time. Say, "Well, I'm not going to make it tomorrow." Da 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 da. I mean, I get it. Things get in the way, but that person is depending on you. That trainer has broken out the time in their day to train you. And so, if you do have a workout partner or a trainer, show up. The next one is staring. Uh, people don't like it when you're staring at them. People don't like when you're watching them. You know, you probably wouldn't feel comfortable with it. What are they thinking? What are they asking? What do they want? you know, that kind of thing. But beyond that, there's kind of this social thing of, you know, some girls are going to go to the the gym, they're going to take pictures and selfies and videos of themselves to post on their social media. And if you stand there, and look like you're gawking, they're, gonna, they're going to call you out on it. And they're probably going to put you in a video just to just to embarrass you even further or get you kicked out of the gym. So uh People are going to do weird things at a gym. You just just let them uh, go on about your business. You're there to do your thing. Now, one of the weird things people do is they bang and drop equipment. This has become very popular with CrossFit and things like that. You don't need to drop your equipment. You don't need to be banging it around. You're under control. You're with good form. So don't bang and drop your weights. And this goes to the next one, grunting. There's no reason for you to be lifting heavy enough that you need to be grunting uh, while you're doing the work, so loud, obnoxious, grunting is probably going to get you kicked out of most gyms, um, or at least the manager's going to come over and have a conversation with you. Um, when you're working out and you want to do supersets or things like that, or maybe drop sets, uh, and you think you're going to need multiple pieces of equipment. Uh, go at the right time to do that. If you're in there at a busy time and you're trying to use multiple sets of dumbbells at the same time or multiple pieces of equipment and you got a towel on something and you're sitting somewhere else, very, very poor form. So one piece of equipment at a time or go to the gym when no one else is there so you can use the equipment the way you want to. Uh, The next one is let others work in and don't be afraid to ask if you can work in. The basic protocol is if you have about two or one sets left, uh, you usually will just tell them, I've got one set left. Let me get that done. And then it's all yours. Uh, If you have two or more, uh, that's usually probably a good time to say, sure, Uh, pop on in and get your set done. And um, and then you just work around them. Uh, It's not that hard to do. uh, And it just shows good form. You're sharing the equipment uh, with the people that are there. Okay. The next is to re-rack and return all equipment that you're using. Uh, so, take the dumbbells back where you got them from. Uh, most dumbbell racks are in a certain structure of lightest to heaviest. And so, just if you return it back about where you got it from, that's going to help other people find the equipment they want. Take plates off of the equipment that you've been using. Uh, even if it's a machine that had some plates on it, it's worth pulling them off and putting them where they belong. Uh, so, someone coming behind you doesn't have to unrack the equipment. Um, and then wipe sweat from machines. So anytime you sit on a bench or you lay on anything, uh, wipe it down afterwards just to make sure that it's clean and sanitary for the next person coming through. Most gyms are going to have that, uh, but it's worth bringing your own workout towel just to make sure you're keeping things uh, tidy and clean for the next person behind you. Um, and then again, uh, and this is my big one, if you're not feeling well, just don't go to the gym. Um, I get it. This kind of conflicts with my show up uh, item number three. But still, if you're sick, uh, we don't need to get that. So just don't go Uh, find something else to do. Uh, Get your workout done somewhere else uh, besides the gym. Uh, That's not the place for you when you're sick. So I hope these help, you know, when we are all glad you're in the gym, Uh, you're doing something special. It is uncomfortable, you are outside your comfort zone. But if you'll follow these 11 tips, Um, I think you'll feel a lot more welcome at the gym. You'll know a lot more people. You'll become a a good gym goer and uh, you're going to enjoy the uh, time in the gym a whole lot more. Hey, Raz.
1: Hey, Alan. I love this. I love your rules um, or must knows about gym etiquette. I think that um, when... I remember my first time stepping into a gym and feeling like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Where do I go? You know, I didn't know half of, probably most of this etiquette. I didn't know how to, I should be wiping down machines. You know, I I didn't ever even touch the free weight. So I didn't have to worry about not re-racking. <laughs> but these are all great reminders, great rules. I think this has been super helpful for anybody who plans on getting a gym membership or or um just good reminders if you already have one.
0: You know, and you bring that up, but I, I want to say as as someone who first walked into a, a non-school gym when mm-hmm. I was 14 years old. So the first commercial gym I oh. ever walked into, I was 14 mm-hmm. years old. I didn't know these rules because uh, mm-hmm. in a gym locker room, when you're on a football team or something, we don't you don't wipe the equipment down. Uh you don't, you know, you don't bother with most of the stuff that's in here. Mm. People are grunting and banging because we're football players. So, mm-hmm. you know, most of the rules that I talk about here, they don't apply there. You know, and you okay. have your own home gym. It's it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I have my own studio here. Um but that said, it's like, you know, I think a lot of people walk in where a commercial gym is typically structured is the at the very front are your cardio machines, you know, the mm-hmm. treadmill and the elliptical, and then a little bit deeper in you start getting into the machines. Uh, the first bit's probably going to be like a circuit training, you know, thing, it's not gonna be a big deal. And then the The bigger machines and things, the heavier machines, they tend to be further towards the back. Do you get to the Mm -hmm. leg press where you actually have to put plates on and some of these other machines? Then you get to the free weights. They're usually in Mm -hmm. that back corner along the wall, almost out of the way, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, other than all the benches and and all the stuff that they have, all the bars and things that they've got going on and then the big racks and stuff. Um, But the the point being is I I want you to feel confident and comfortable Mm -hmm that you, you belong there. You're paying your gym membership and, you know, lifting weights is the way you build muscle and retain muscle. It's the way you build bone density and that's important for men and women. And, and so I think knowing some of these rules, uh, and they're not really rules uh, as such, but they, they kind of are, if you, if you know, these etiquette tips, you go Mm -hmm. into a gym, I think you'll start seeing these things happening without Mm -hmm. anyone saying a word about it. You know, yeah. you know, see someone sitting on a bench doing uh, bicep curls and no one's walking between them and the weights in front of them. Mm-hmm. And there are people standing around talking and helping each other. And so that's happening. But, you know, it's not it, in most gyms, it's not overbearing unless it's mm-hmm. kind of gym where that is kind of a, you know, the dating thing is the thing. And so, <laughs> yeah. you know, people want to want to be seen and talked to. And then there are other places where they absolutely don't. So sitting there and watching someone working out is probably going to get you an earful, and maybe even a post on it on Instagram or something. And look at this mm-hmm. creep, um, kind of thing. So you yeah. know what 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 this is really all about is you go in the gym and you get your work done, mm-hmm. and then you leave. Well, uh, I'd, it can I'd become like to... a social thing, but you sure. know these are just the tips of okay. If you mm-hmm. want to just go in there and get your work done um, this is the follow these and you're going to fit in just fine.
1: Oh, for sure. And I just want to speak out for the ladies out there too. If you're feeling intimidated, intimidated at the gym, bring a friend with you work out Like you had talked about, you could share equipment, you know, alternate your sets with each other and get comfortable and, and don't be afraid to go by yourself either. you know, on the days that your friend maybe can't make it with you and, The other great thing about a gym is that it's so full of equipment that you can't possibly own at home. And think of it as your playground, because there's so many different things that you could try there and incorporate into your workout routines. It's so much fun to try something new, use a piece of equipment that you may never have tried before, work a different muscle group you may not normally do. I mean, there's just so much to there. Um, for a short time, Alan, I was working at a gym, a um, franchise facility. And when whenever I had a new person come in expressing an interest, I gave them a tour of the gym and I showed them all the equipment and what they could possibly do there. And I just wanted them to feel comfortable and welcome. And the people that work at the gym, want to do the same thing yeah. too. So if you are feeling intimidated, you know, just ask one of the trainers or one of the employees there for some assistance or, or just some guidance. Well, and most, sure they can help.
0: Yeah, most gyms, what, what they're going to require their trainers to do, they're going to require their trainers when they're not training someone to to circle the floor. They, they want mm-hmm. them, they want them going on the floor and they want them finding clients. So they are going to sure. approach you and they're going to offer maybe even a free workout or something like that. Take them up on that, you yeah. know, let them know. know. Um, now, one thing I will say is they're probably going to reach in the file cabinet and pull out the same workout that they have everybody else doing. So just take that with a grain of salt. They're going to teach mm-hmm. you some exercises, same exercise they would teach a 20 year old. It might not be the best workout for you, but it's a workout mm-hmm. and just let them know, okay, look, I'm 57 years old. <laughs> my body's not going to respond the same way a twenty-year-old mm-hmm. does, and no, I'm not going to do upright rows. I don't care how many times you ask me to do them; they're not mm-hmm. going to be on my workout plan. Um, we got to figure out another way to work the front delts and the in and, and the <laughs> traps because I'm not doing upright rows. Period, um, mm-hmm. and so. Just realize that they will teach you some exercises. They will get you back there. But hire hire a coach that cares about you. Hire a coach that's going to make you feel comfortable. And I know for a lot of people, it's like, okay, well, Alan's an online coach. How is he going to do that? Well, I can't. Uh, Personally, I can't walk you back there and stand next to you and make you feel completely comfortable. I can give you a workout Mm -hmm. where you can go into any gym and do it. And we can customize it for you and your age and Mm -hmm. what you need to do. Um, but you gotta, you gotta get back there and do the work and that, that means just turn it off. I think I talked on one of our previous episodes, not long ago on meditation that when I'm lifting, I actually have no awareness of anything but the lift. I don't hear sounds. I don't hear anything else. I just Mm -hmm. do my lift. And most of the time I probably look like I'm zoned out in between lifts because Mm -hmm. I just sit there thinking about the next lift. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got a minute to sit there and wait. I wrote it in my little notebook, what I just did, and I've got knowing the next one I got to do. and I know the energy level I need to bring for that next set. Um, most people don't lift that way. Most people don't act that way uh, mm-hmm. when they lift. they're 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 talking, they're texting, they're this, they're that. And so just realize that the gym environment can be pretty dynamic and a little yeah. intimidating. But don't sure. be this is your home too. Um, That's right. just do what you got to do to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it means starting on the machines first, by all means, do that first. They're a lot more intuitive, a lot easier to understand, a lot easier to load and unload by yourself. Uh, and then, yes, when you get done. Wipe the sweat off the machine. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) You know, Um, but you know, that's why I wanted to share this. I know, you know, a lot of the people listening may not want to go to the gym or feel like they need to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it is, like you said, it's really hard to do what we've done. You've, you've turned an entire garage. So probably where you could be parking two cars, you have a gym. (laughs) I Mm
1: -hmm. have a
0: studio in the living room of our apartment at Lula's. And I'm really good at Tetris as you know, if you're looking at you, you guys don't see the video, but the equipment I have behind me is there's a, there's a place for every single bit of it and it can't be left out and do anything else. It, it, oh boy. it has to be put away. <laughs> Everything has to be moved sometimes mm-hmm. to get certain things done here. And, but it all fits and it only fits mm-hmm. because I know how this stuff works and, and I'm able to do that. Um, And it means when I'm training someone, I'm very, very active because I have to move all that stuff. But um, so that's a part of part of my workouts each day is just when I'm training someone here, but Mm -hmm. you can buy the equipment and have it at home. Just do it in a safe way. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think you're going to find when when you even when you do it at home, some of these rules are going to make sense to you there, too. You know, Um, you're you're not going to want your dumbbells and everything strewn around where you can't find what you want. You're not going to want, yeah. you know, to leave your equipment all sweaty and dirty, um, right. you know, and while you won't have to worry about someone working in or staring at someone, um, mm-hmm. you've got to stay motivated. And sometimes it's just a little easier to stay motivated when there's other people around you yeah. that are like-minded working just as hard or harder. And yeah. so sometimes that fires people up and that's why I occasionally I like walking back into a commercial gym just, mm-hmm. you know, just to the, hear, hear the noises and the sound, everything that's going on. And then when I start my workout, that's, that's just me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see anything Aww. else other than occasionally I'll see someone doing something silly that can get them hurt. Ugh. And so Yikes. I watch just because, you know, someone drops weight on themselves, someone's going to yeah. have to go save their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I do notice when, when silly stuff is going on uh, that mm-hmm. could get someone hurt. But beyond that, um, I'm just doing my thing. And that's how most people (laughs) are. They're not there to watch you. They're not there to gawk at you or laugh at you. They're there Mm -hmm. to get their workout done. They may happen to have a whole lot of friends in that gym because they've been there for a while and they and their friends work out the same time. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it can be as social as you want it to be, or it can just be you going in the gym, getting your work done and getting out of there.
1: Absolutely. yep. Don't miss out. I I love a gym. I love working in the gym and I love helping people at the gym. So yep. Just go. It's fun. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I'll talk to you next week.
1: Take care, Ellen.
0: You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Next time on the 40 plus fitness podcast, we meet Caressa and Jeff Galloway and discuss their book, run, walk, eat until then have a happy and healthy week.